his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com We begin today's show with a hidden microphone and camera to find out what the former guy really thought about last night's debate. Take it away, El Fatso. So your president just finished watching the so-called Republican debate, which was a total disaster. First of all, asshole Hutchinson, bye-bye, <laughs> no chance. And... Who the hell was the eyebrows from North Dakota? <laughs> Did you see this guy on the end? It was like, who's, why is he talking eyebrows? What the, who put him there? So Chris Christie, very fat, very New Jersey, very New Jersey. Congratulations, you have no chance. Uh, Tim Scott, or as I call him, Michael Clark, dumb kid. <laughs> Slow, big goober, looks like a raisinette. Very sad, very, very sad to see Tim Scott perform so poorly. But considering that he's simple, obedient, and a Christian, probably my next <laughs> vice president. Uh, Nikki Haley uh, was not so bad. Wow. Uh, you know, she basically beat up on a bunch of pathetic wannabe Trumps. <laughs> so she probably won the debate. Uh, and then we, t- we got to get to some other so-called talent on the stage. Uh, Valtrex Ramadan. <laughs> this guy. Uh, you know, for a second I thought it was me in like an old... Halloween video doing brown face. I was like, well, I think I'm more handsome and I definitely have better hair than that guy, but he's saying a lot of things like me. Was that me? Did I dress him? And then I realized it was Valtrex. Uh, <laughs> disgraceful and quite pathetic, but I like the energy. Uh, he did call me the best president of the 21st century, which left out the 20th, 19th, and 18th centuries. So that was actually very nasty by him to not include other centuries because I am the best of all time. And then we get to Rhonda Suckass, who is <laughs> awful. And I'm not even saying that as somebody who thinks he's a pathetic piece of crap, who should be uh, probably January 6th. He was just awful for anything. And then we get to the last person. I don't know, maybe there was somebody else, but who the hell cares? We get to a very sad, very disloyal person named Mike Pence. Oh. And... The only thing I liked about the debate was I could see Mike Pence, that spark, that nice, strong spark in him, because he was so angry at that little brown guy, Valtrex. And I I think that was my influence on Pence, because he saw that little person of color talking arrogantly, and he didn't like it, and I didn't like it either. And for that little moment, I think me and Pence are on the same page again, like old times. But... Then he started bothering about the Constitution and God and all these other things I don't care about as a strong patriot Christian. And I knew he was 
Never going to be good. Maybe always going to be weak. So congratulations, Fox News. One of the worst debates ever. And I guarantee you I'll be even higher in the polls tomorrow. So well, good night. Uh, Strong analysis from Celia President. Bye-bye. <laughs> that is um, um, uh, uh, JL. Uh, oh, my God. What is his name? I, I can't. JL Coven. C-A-U-V-I-N. I had it right there. J.L. Coven does the best Donald Trump. Anyway, um, yeah, so I watched the debate last night, so you didn't have to. And I got to tell you, I almost didn't didn't even make it to the first question because it started. Did you watch any of this? I mean, I know a lot of people actually turned it off because of of how it started. Let me let me see if I can't cue this up. Because um, it was the two so-called journalists who's, who work at F- the Fox Not News Channel. And usually they, they jump right into a debate, right? It's, it's you know, everybody do an opening statement of a minute or something. Or they start with a question. Well, they started with a propaganda film. So they went through, they said who the candidates were, I believe, Um I'm just going to play the beginning of it for you because it was just so ridiculously absurd. And and to see, you know, those of us who stuck through it need a little bit of extra loving care today because um, we're all suffering from PTSD of some sort. So here's how it began. All right, let me bring it up here. Good evening, everybody. And I'm Brett Baer. This is the very same stage on which the Republican choice for president will accept the party's nomination next summer. The eight contenders are positioned by the order they sit in the polls. Yeah. With the highest polling candidates in the middle standing center stage. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Look at the the fake smile on him. Hey. This guy was the worst. He's frightening. He's well. He's scary. I mean, we knew that. She actually was probably the best of the bunch. He did not come off well. He sucked. Former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Who? And North Dakota Governor. That's the eyebrows guy that Jail Coffin was talking about. Those are the eyebrows. But okay, listen. Okay, so they do the ground rules. Let me get. Uh, go, you know, they're supposed to listen to the buzzer. They don't. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when the time runs out, we all will hear this. Ooh, that should be all you need, right? <laughs> so tonight, these candidates have a big opportunity mm-hmm. to break out of the pack and yeah. to explain why they are best prepared to be the Republican choice for president. <laughs> At a time when the likely Democrat nominee, President Joe Biden, Democratic, is but who's to counting? The country yeah. that with Bidenomics, things are looking up. So they, 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 they get they start off bashing Joe Biden and I'm Bidenomics. Sure totally complimentary way at the time, <laughs> but guess what? It's working, and it is working. But so of course the audience boos. But is it? Oh, so listen to this. We're waiting for the first question. And here's the reality for some voters we talked to here in Wisconsin this week. Okay, what? Is there a question here? We have noticed a dramatic increase in prices at the grocery store just across the board. Gas is high. 
and food is high. A lot of people Gas is high and food is high. high. Okay. Food. It's tough when you got mortgage rates at 70% versus two to three. Yeah, it is. Just, you can't afford a house anymore. It's inflation is it's ridiculous. Oh my God. Is it's there a question here? here? Okay, now there is now a question? The number one song what? on the Billboard chart what? is called Rich Men North of What Rich What Men. the fuck are they doing? Is the, are they going to are they going to ask a question? His lyrics speak of alienation, of deep frustration. Oh my god. With the state they did of this. They did this. Washington DC what? is about 100 miles north of Richmond. Excuse me. What? Let's all yodel together and sing a bad song. Cause the one about don't shoot me on a small town already fell off the charts. What the fuck is? Oh, and they and it said shit. It don't mean shit. And they let that go over the air. See, that's how Fox starts a debate. They're, they're already, what, they're three minutes and 41 seconds into it. And there's not a question yet. Just I'm watching this go. I'm like, I, 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 yeah, that's how I was last night. What the fuck? I, am I going to sit here and watch this? Actually, I did. I smoked a little extra pot and I watched it. Um, and it, this was pathetic. And so the first question was some convoluted thing. Like, so why is this song resonating with the American people? Who's it resonating with? Have you ever heard it? It's a whining, I'm a man, there's rich men north of Richmond. What the fuck? All right, I'm not going to even play. F- I don't, I didn't even understand that question. And I'm sorry, and I'm, I'm pretty smart, usually. But I, I did pull some, some questions and answers that I thought I should share with you. Um, and I don't know what, I mean, so uh, th- there's tons of it. <laughs> there was a lot. I mean, they they, were, they went on for two hours, and it was, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, maybe my favorite. I'm going to jump around a bit here. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my favorite, of course, <clears throat> was Ron DeSantis, the the idiot here, the Florida man. He's Florida man, and um, I should play well. There's a setup for this, but I, you know what? Maybe I'll get to the setup later. I just have to start. The, the, the most batshit crazy things were said last night by Ron DeSantis. Now, there's one that's really batshit crazy when they were talking about abortion. We'll get to that in a moment. But the thing that made my jaw drop is Ron DeSantis said, if he's president, his first day in office, he would invade Mexico. And I'm not kidding. Listen. So as president, would you support sending U.S. special forces over the border into Mexico to take out fentanyl labs, to take out drug cartel operations? Would you support that kind of American military use? Yes, and I will do it on day one. (laughs) On day one, he'll send the military into Mexico. Tens of thousands of our fellow citizens. What? You want to talk about a country in decline? You have the cartels controlling a lot of part of your southern border. We have to reestablish the rule about? of law and we have to defend our people. 
The president of the United States has got to use all available powers as commander in chief to protect our country and to protect the people. So when they're coming across, yes, we're going to use lethal force. Yes, we reserve the right to operate. How many more tens of thousands are we going to let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy and her son took one Percocet. Percocet. That was laced, laced with fentanyl. Fentanyl. Immediately fentanyl. died. That and is immediately died across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in. So okay. Per- so so th- this is this is what they're saying that tens of thousands of Americans are dying each day because of the masses of people coming across the border with fentanyl. And that's where we need to send our troops. See, Ron DeSantis, and yes, whoever said he looks like Alfred E. Newman, you hit the nail on the head. He, you know, uh, it's just what me, worry? With that blank, stupid, shit-eating smile on his face? The best part was at the end when they go to the, the each candidate for closing statements and Ron DeSantis was last because he was the center stage guy. And they said, uh, Governor DeSantis, and he stood there. With his fake smile, like he didn't hear his name. And again, he said, uh, Governor DeSantis. And then he just launched into this. It was like the robot. Somebody turned on the switch and he very, very robotically announced the, the speech that he had rehearsed. It was just true. It, frightening. I've got video of that. Maybe we'll play it a little later. But if that wasn't so, so um, uh, has Mexico reacted today? Has anybody heard? Ron DeSantis said he would send troops, American troops across the border into Mexico on his first day to take out the cartels. Now, I'm, I'm all for taking out the cartels, but you're going to send American military the first day? Into Mexico? Uh, has anybody spoken to the, uh, Lab- Labrador? That's his name, right? The Mexican president. I, 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 I'm, I was waiting for for someone to say, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing here?" Uh, no one called him on it. But my favorite, I, I just got, I just got to play this for you. So obviously, they spent a whole lot of time talking about abortion, and you know what? the The woman on the stage was the only one who made any sense at all. Nikki Haley actually said, you know, can we just cut the shit? We're not going to give anyone the death penalty or send a woman to jail because she got an abortion. Can we please just all agree on that? And, and I was like, okay, well, somebody up there is, is, is speaking. So, although even some of what she said was batshit crazy, and we'll get to it because they were all batshit crazy. But the most insane thing that was uttered last night of course came from the florida man uh you know the moron death sentence and um i'm just gonna play this for you Uh, so they're all seeing who could out pro-life the rest of them and of course you know the men were more militant about it than the only woman on the stage but Listen to what uh, the Florida man said. You got to do what you think is right. I believe in a culture of life. Uh, I was proud to sign the heartbeat bill. Uh, I remember. Oh, wait, imp- wait, he was proud to sign the heartbeat bill. They asked me that. It's a six week abortion bill in Florida. It's one of the strictest in the country. Six weeks. A woman doesn't even know she's pregnant at six weeks. And he signed this bill that he was so proud of. 
at midnight with no press present. That's how proud he was of it. Piece of shit. Okay. Now, I I will shut up and you will hear this. You got to do what you think is right. I believe in a culture of life. Uh, I was proud to sign the heartbeat bill. Uh, I remember the most impactful moments of my life was when I heard the heartbeat of my Uh oldest daughter uh, in my wife's womb and then saw the sonograms of all three of my kids. What the Democrats are trying to do on this issue is wrong to allow abortion all the way up to the moment of birth. We don't. I know a lady in Florida named Penny. She survived multiple abortion attempts. She was left discarded in a pan. What? Fortunately, her grandmother saved her and brought her to a different (laughs) hospital. We're better than what the Democrats are selling. We are not going to allow abortion all the way up till birth. We we don't. hold them accountable for their extremism. Okay. Can I just say that is grade A, A number one, class A, grade A. Bullshit. It is bullshit. Bullshit. I want, bring Penny forward. I want to meet Penny. Penny survived multiple abortion attempts and she was left. Her pieces were left on a tray, I guess, in the hospital, in the room where they attempted the last attempted abortion. And she was left on the tray. And her grandmother, who just happened to be in the operating room where they did the procedure, picked up the 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 body parts off the tray and brought them to another hospital where they revived this fetus that was aborted. Um, and now she's a woman named Penny. Are you fucking kidding me? That is the most batshit crazy. And where are all the fact checkers on Penny? Why haven't they asked for her to be produced? Unless they have. I mean, I didn't read all the you know, the fact-checking things on it, but are we that stupid as a country? Yes, David. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. However, I (laughs) respectfully disagree with you about that being the craziest thing that was said. Okay. The craziest thing was Valtrex Ramalem (laughs) Ding-Dong saying that it was the U.S. Constitution. Uh He said this, I believe, in his closing statement. uh The U.S. Constitution is what made it possible for us to win the American Revolution. (laughs) See, I missed that part. I think I was already done. The U.S. Constitution made it possible for us to win the American Revolution. Uh, Somebody needs to give um, Valtrex a a history book or Uh, something. I think he went back to the future or, you know. (laughs) Something. Yeah, some or something. Or something. So this is the batshit crazy things that they said in uh, in the debate. And and Valtrex, JL, got to hand it to you. That's a great name for him. Valtrex had most of the, you know, best lines. I mean, it was, it was a toss-up between Valtrex and the Florida man. So wouldn't you know... There's a poll on on who won the debate. And it's 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 not some, you know, it's it's not the it's not any it's not like um oh god, what's the one that's so right-wing leaning? It's not any of those. It's the Washington Post Ipsos poll. And look at this. I'm putting it up on the screen for those of you who are watching video. If you're not, this is actually the outcome of this poll. Um in bringing up the rear well, first, there was um, Will Hurd and somebody named Suarez. Oh, he's the guy in Miami. 
Miami, who did not qualify for the debate. And then there's Trump who didn't participate. Okay, then with 1% each were the eyebrows guy, Bergen, or whatever his name is from South Dakota, and Asa Hutchinson. Um, or <laughs> Chael said, asshole Hutchinson. Um, with 4% each were Chris Christie and um, Tim Scott. Yeah. Uh, with 7%, Mike Pence, because he got feisty, don't you know? With 15%, Nikki Haley. And then the two top... The two who came out on top of this poll for how they did in last night's debate with 20, if I could see it, I think it's 26% Valtrex, Ramaswamy, and uh, more on death sentence. Ron DeSantis, they say, won the debate. Yeah, the guy who said he would invade Mexico, who's being referred to as Valtrex, Vivek. It's not Vivek, it's Vivek, Ramaswamy. Yeah, that's who. Um, so the guy who said he knows this woman named Penny, who survived multiple abortion attempts and whose pieces were were gathered up off a tray left in the procedure room by her grandmother, who, of course, everybody's grandmother is in the room when they're being aborted and, and brought her to another hospital where she was saved. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's such bullshit. bullshit. It's just bullshit. bullshit. And they let him get away with it. And there was that. And, of course, he's going to invade Mexico on day one. But there was Valtrex. So let me share a couple of Valtrex things with you. So one of the first topics that came up was climate change, right? It's a big deal, climate change. And um, so... <laughs> So they start asking a question about climate change. They bring in, it's the only outside question. It was some young man from Catholic University. Don't you know? Of course it was. And But he said, and I don't know if I have the whole question on here, so I'll state it for you. Um, basically, that, that um, uh, you know, that he said that young people, to young people, the most important issue facing us right now is climate change. So they asked... First, by a show of hands, who believes that climate change is man-made? Now, the guy who chimes in and says, oh, let's debate it, is the Florida guy. Oh, hold on. I'm on the wrong bank here. Okay. Is the Florida guy. Let us be honest as Republicans. Oh, wait a minute. That's not even the right one. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Do you believe in human behavior is causing climate change raise your hand if you do well, look we're not school children let's have the debate That's i mean DeSantis. i'm happy to take it to start <laughs> they wanted a show of hands and then he doesn't answer the damn question i don't think that's the way to do it first of all one of the reasons our country oh so so i didn't i, I didn't even give you his non-answer because he goes on for a minute and doesn't even answer the question so he interrupts he says no i don't let's not do a show of hands let's debate it i'll go first and then he doesn't answer the fucking question. So then it goes on and on and on. And um, then uh, Valtrex butts in. Let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for Okay, so in case you didn't hear that, because there was a lot of noise, 
So Valtrex says, well, let me answer that because I'm the only one here who isn't bought and paid for, to which the other people, uh, the other candidates are like, "Uh, excuse me? And then he says, climate change is a hoax. Climate change is a hoax. Okay. Um, I had another, shit, where is the other climate change? He went on and on about, um, did I not pull that one? Hold on, because I, I do have other ones that I that didn't make it into my little wall of uh, sound here. But he said something about, where are you? VK, VK, VR, sorry. Calls for revolution, that's not it. Stone cold dead, that's not it. Uh, climate change, hoax. All right, I did have a clip here somewhere where he said, I, I'm going to find it because now, now I'm pissed that I didn't pull this one over for you. Um, hold on. I, I've got my clips everywhere. You know, it's my producer. She's kind of unorganized and a bit flaky at times, but she means well. She really does. I just, I don't pay her enough. Um, so, you know, if you want to kick in some more money to support the show, I might be able to actually pay my producer a little bit. So where are you, Vivek? Oh, here, here's what he said. This, this is the clip that I, I just have to share with you. We're going to get Vivek first. We're going to follow. Yeah, this isn't that complicated, guys. Unlock American energy, drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work by no longer paying them more to stay Oh, my home. God. Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the U.S. dollar, and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the economy. So Aye. I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but I'll let you all parse that out. For me, it's pretty simple. That's something a U.S. president can do with focus, and I'll deliver on no, it. Let me explain it and, to the, and then Mike Pence. Mike Pence just kept trying to get in there. Mike Pence does not understand the meaning of the ding, ding, your time is up. But I digress. We're talking about Valtrex here, aren't we? So the next thing he said that should raise some eyebrows, because when, well, let me just play you the clip and see if you can't find the the, uh, hypocrisy here. You have a bunch of people, professional politicians, super PAC puppets, following slogans handed over to them by their 400-page super PACs last Talking week. about the Florida the guy. The choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform? Which is okay, here you go. About, Listen to this part. Do you want revolution? Revolution. Okay, I stand on the side of the American the revolution. I stand on the side of the take control back. <laughs> That's when Brett Baer says, we're going to take control back. Yeah, right. They never did. Valtrex had control of it most of the time. He just would butt in. He's like, they said my name, even when they didn't say his name. But he called for revolution. Do you want incremental change or do you want revolution? I'm here for the revolution. Now, when Bernie talked about our revolution... He wasn't actually talking about like a January 6th kind of revolution. You know, he was, he, we got criticized for it. But Valtrex can say, revolution! And nothing happens. Um, so he goes on and on and on like that. And finally, Chris Christie has had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like <laughs> ChatGPT standing up here. And... The Chat last GPC. person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, 
what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing did. up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same. Okay. So, so then Chris Christie goes on to badmouth Barack Obama. But, but Valtrex actually did say, I know I'm a skinny guy with a weird name, which is exactly what Barack Obama said eight years ago, whatever it was. Yes, David. Another thing about Valtrex. He should be a proctologist instead of a politician because he spent half the time with his index finger pointing straight up or straight out. So, you know. He oh, t- I thought you were going to say up Donald Trump's ass. And I was going to say it wasn't his finger. It was his tongue. Well, but no, that's, you know, a requirement for a proctologist. You've got to have I a gotcha. good index finger. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Then, okay, so they, they go on to the subject of abortion. And as I said, Nikki Haley was actually pretty spot on. Except for one major thing. Let me play it for you. And then just know, I've got a few words to say to Nikki Haley. As the mother of a daughter adopted, I adopted from Kazakhstan. So that renders her next statement wholly Ridiculous. I've had enough. Oops, that's the wrong one. Sorry, Nikki, uh, this is you. I am unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children. So I'm surrounded by blessings. Okay, your husband was adopted, so you're 100% pro-life? That's just bullshit. My daughter is adopted. I adopted my daughter. And what killed me was how many children there were who needed homes. How many children, babies, to older children who were in those orphanages. And yes, I adopted her from Kazakhstan. There's millions of them around the world. Don't tell me I'm pro-life. So, you know, because, because my husband was adopted. What about all the millions of children who haven't been adopted? If I hadn't adopted my daughter, would she have lived out her life in that orphanage in Kazakhstan and been put out on the streets the minute she turned 18 with no future, no nothing? That's how you care for children? It's the love the fetus, hate the child syndrome. And they went on and on, and I, um, on and on, and I didn't pull a lot of these clips. I've got a few more. So, so okay, next up was the pious Mike Pence. Yes, Mike Pence. Well, let me just let you hear what he had to say and just understand that he's lying. 70% of the American people support legislation but to ban abortion of the after Senate a baby is capable not. of experiencing okay. pain. Okay, so that's, that's Mike Pence lying, saying 70% of the American people support um a ban on abortion, as he put it, the moment the baby, it's not a baby, it's a fetus, the, the fetus feels pain. They don't know when or if a fetus at six or eight or 15 weeks, which is what he's calling for, 15-week national ban, because he says after 15 weeks, the, quote, baby, it's not a baby, it's a fetus, and it can't feel pain. But they insist it can. So, and Nikki Haley is screaming, no, it's not about, it's, it's, but we can't do it. I'm pro-life because my husband was adopted, don't you know? But you need 60 senators and we don't have 60 senators in a majority in the House. So be honest with the people and tell them this is not going to happen. There is not going to be a national ban on abortion. 
was the only thing that made sense. The only thing. All right. I know Howie Klein. I've got more. Uh, I know Howie watched the debate. And how do I know that? Because I was following him on 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 Shitter and he was he was kind of live tweeting it. So um, let's uh, let's check in with Howie Klein, shall we? And then we'll continue the fun. Um, we need a, a quadruple dirty debbie today i think are you a multinational corporation hungry for a treat well come on down to schmucky chuckies where you'll personally be seated by chuck schumer himself so many dishes and they're all fresh you're gonna love our blue dog special the dino burger because we say so a good hamburger and french fries and every burger comes with a side order of grits i love grits i love anything with corn it's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth orange juice. After a week or two, you drink this. It's 200 calories and it's acetic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies. Tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint. But at Schmucky Chuckies, you get complimentary. Sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now. Oh my God! Howie Klein of DownWithTyranny.com on the Nicole Sandler Show. <laughs> um, I hate to admit this. I'm the whole time that was playing. I'm trying to pull Howie's phone number up on here, and every time I click on his name, the the window jumps. Why won't it let me call him? Oh my God! Hold on. I'm I, I'm gonna. It, it, we're coming. I promise you. Um, I'm gonna get Howie up here. I I don't know. <laughs> You know, the the gremlins are going to get me one way or another. Come on. Why will it not let me click on his name? Howie Klein. Damn it. All right. What if I do it this way? Um, I'm going to have to dial him manually, which means I've got to get the phone number from my phone. Hold on, Howie. I'm I'm coming. It's, you know, the, the, the gremlins are going to get me. Gremlins are going to get me. Howie Klein, where's my contacts? I have a new phone. And so, um, but that has nothing to do with uh, uh, the, um, damn it. Okay, now I'm losing my mind. I'm going to try it this way. Okay, Howie, H-O-W-I-E, Howie Klein. Yes, okay. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry about this. Two, duh, duh, nine. And now we dial it and hopefully it works. I've never, this has never happened before, just so you know. All right, calling Howie Klein. I usually have him on the line waiting, you know, during the intro. And um, today's Thursday, right? It is Thursday. Okay, I have no idea what's going on. Howie? Hello. Oh, we are not available now. Oh my God! What the hell? Um, that is the number I call him at. All right, I, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> this is just too weird. I, I don't know why this is not working. I did call him; it didn't work. Um, I'm going to keep playing clips for you, and I'll keep trying to call Howie, I suppose. Um, so we'll go back to the. Uh, Maybe maybe just watching this last night got to be too much for him, I suppose. Um, I don't know. Okay, we're going to try one more time like that. No, every time I click on him, it jumps. I'm going to try to call him from this phone. 
and see if it works that way because I can actually put him through this way. If it, ah, and that's no, Robert. No, I'm not taking your call right now. Stop. You're you're confusing me. Hello. Nope. Okay. Uh, we are trying to call Howie Klein. Trying to call Howie Klein. Um, weird weirdness. Nope, he's not there. Okay, something something odd is going on. So I'm just going to keep going through clips, and if Howie calls back, he calls back. I don't know where he is, but um, all right. <laughs> so it goes. I, I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right, let's get back to the the fun and games at the debate last night. Uh, Yes, I did watch the the GOP clown show last night, Shepherd Book. Are you just getting here? Okay, so um, can't can't get Howie. I I don't know where he is, but uh, we'll keep going. So where did we leave off? Oh, that seventy percent of Americans, according to Mike Pence, want a ban on all abortions after the quote baby can feel pain. You know when a baby feels pain? After it's born, because it's alive. It's alive. Did I feed Gizmo after midnight? You know? And is Mercury retrograde again? Because if that's the case, God damn it. Oh, I had my microphone all the way up. Okay, sorry about that. So, anyway, let's get back to the bat shittiness, shall we? Um, because Tim Scott, Tim Scott proved himself to be insane as well. I mean, they all are. So here's a little, I'm not playing much of Tim Scott. As you saw from the poll I posted, Tim Scott didn't do himself any favors. He tied with Chris Christie for one, two, three, four, for fifth place with uh, 4%. (laughs) Yeah, uh, not not a real good showing, Tim. Or is it Tom? Uncle Tom? Tim? Uh, Just saying, I don't know. Here's Tim Scott, you know, um, not a woman. Last I could tell. Here's Tim Scott on the abortion issue. To be honest with you, Nikki, you're my friend. But oh, that's Mike Pence. Wait a minute. That was my. To oh, be this, honest with you. Shut up. This is this is Mike Pence. Yeah, I mean, sorry. <laughs> that was Mike Pence. This is Tim Scott. We cannot let states like California, New York, and Illinois oh, no. have abortions on demand. Hell no. Up until the day of birth. That is immoral. It is unethical. You're right. It we don't do wrong. abortions up we till the day of birth. a president of the United States who will advocate and fight for at the minimum a 15-week limit. I am 100% pro-life conservative. I have a 100% pro-life record. I got to tell you, though, we must fight for life. Our Declaration of Independence says our creator gave us inalienable rights that include life. That is a list. That is because an issue they're already we alive. must solve. We can't leave it to Illinois. We can't leave it to Minnesota. We can't leave it to Illinois. Illinois, you can't leave it to Illinois twice. 15-week limit at a minimum. You Don't can't leave it. He said you can't leave it to Illinois twice. So I guess uh, old Timmy's got a problem with Illinois twice. Now, Nancy in the chat room says... <clears throat> A fetus might feel pain at around 22 weeks as the nervous system is, uh, I guess, starting to develop is what she she tried to put there. And then say that he's saying um, what uh, I don't know what he's called. Oh, 15 week minimum is what he's calling for. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Look, I one time 
One time I was um, guest hosting the Randy Rhodes show when she was still on premiere. And I, uh, boy, did I, I incurred the wrath because I said that when a, um, you know, look, until a baby is born, that's when its life begins. It begins at birth, at the moment of birth, not a conception, because at conception, it's a tiny, it's a zygote. It's not even a fetus. It's a tiny little cell that cannot live outside the mother's body. While this fetus is feeding off the mother's body, it is a, in, in essence, a parasite. It cannot live without the support of the mother. How about we go back to what it was under Roe? If it's viable, if the fetus is viable outside the womb, doesn't need to live off the mother, the host, as it were, then, you know, then, you know, that's a good place to draw the line, except when the life of the mother is at risk. So let's talk about this. So I've mentioned this before, and you know, um, in Judaism, and I'm not a practicing Jew, but I am Jewish by heritage. Let me read to you a little bit from a, a, um, uh, a, a rabbi, a reform rabbi named Julie Zupan. Who, um, uh, now, reform is the most liberal form of Judaism, but all of Judaism believes it's the mother's life and health and mental well-being that is the issue here, and hear what she said. While the individual may understandably seek the advice and guidance of physicians, clergy, therapists, and family members who can offer information and support, Reform Judaism believes the pregnant individual should maintain absolute autonomy over their body. We believe, and this is a belief of Judaism, we believe that life is sacred and that the life and well-being of an existing life must be prioritized over the possibility of potential life. Beliefs that are grounded in careful reading of Jewish text and tradition. Centuries ago, she writes, the Talmud concluded that the life of the mother always takes precedence over the fetus, teaching, quote, and here I am, I'm going to read a Bible verse for you. How weird is that? If a woman who is having trouble giving birth, her life comes before its life. Therefore, abortion must be performed in cases when the pregnancy threatens the life of the mother. Per Mishnah Ohalat 7, colon 6-8, however you say that in religious terms, the fetus is considered a human person with equal status as the birth parent only from the moment when the head emerges from the birth canal. That's when a baby is born. It bears repeating, however, that Reform Judaism holds that pregnant individuals should have complete responsibility and autonomy over whether to terminate a pregnancy, whether or not that individual's life is at risk. Grounded in these affirmations of moral agency, Reform Jewish organizations have long held strong policy in favor of accessible reproductive health care and advocating for reproductive rights. See, I'm not a fan of organized religion, but if I was going to participate, I'd be I'd participate in the one that I was born into because it makes the most sense. It's a baby once it's born. While it's still in the mother's womb, it's feeding off the mother, in essence, a parasite. 
And until that being can exist outside the mother's womb without being connected to the mother's body, it is part of that mother. These idiots dare to tell me what I can do with my body. Lucky for them, I'm postmenopausal, so I'm not having any kids anyway. And guess what? I adopted. And I am pro-life, meaning I'm pro the life of the mother. I'm pro the life of the children who are going hungry in this country. Um, The richest, wealthiest nation in the history of the world. And we have 40%. Or some, some outlandish number of children who go to bed hungry at night. The governor of Minnesota just, uh, I think it was Minnesota, it might be Illinois, it might be both of them, just passed, just said, I, I'm going to make it so that every child gets a free lunch at school. Free breakfast and lunch in many cases. And some of these Republicans are screaming, how could you feed those kids for free? Make their parents pay. And if the parents can't pay, let the fucking kids starve. Because we love the fetus. We hate the child. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm beyond. I'm beyond. I love this. Oh, I got a text from Pam from San Bernardino. She says, <laughs> "Where my suggestion, castrate all men who think a woman does not have the right to make informed decisions about her own body. It works for me. All right. I don't know where Howie is. I'm hoping he's okay. Um, but we can we can do a little more. I think I've got some some video to show. I, I I played most of the 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 um most of the oh you know what I didn't play was the fighting over Ukraine. So yes, so there was fighting over Ukraine. Let's get go there, shall we? Um. Uh, um, oh, so I, I do have a Nikki Haley, Mike Pence fight over abortion. Yeah, let's hear that. So Mike Pence, again, screaming that, that we need a, a, a national ban on abortion at 15 weeks, just like Tim Scott, um, because, he's a, because he gave his life to Jesus, don't you know? He gave his life to Jesus Christ. I thought he died a long time ago. Oh, right, he came back. I forgot. Silly me. To be honest with you, Nikki, you're my friend, but uh, consensus is the opposite of leadership. When the Supreme Court returned this question to the American people, they didn't just send it to the states only. It's not a states only issue. It's a moral issue. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. We don't have 60. You never have 60 Senate votes in the House, Nikki. You know, Senate votes are in the Senate. House votes are in the House. But I, I get what you were trying to say. It's, it's tough. You get a little, a little verklempt up there. You know, it, it's nerve-wracking. Um, okay, so now, let's see. I've got a Vivek, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley fight over something. What are they fighting about? You were mentioned. You were mentioned. Governor Haley, welcome back. Vice President Pence was mentioned. You get thirty seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me let me be clear. Anybody that thinks that we can't solve the problems here in the United States and be the leader of the free world has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. Okay, they're talking about Ukraine now. By the way, Dumbo. 
We've been the leader of the free world and the arsenal of democracy for years. The Reagan doctrine years ago made it clear. We said, if you're willing to fight the communists on your soil, we'll give you the means to fight them there so our troops don't have to fight them. Vivek, if we do the giveaway that you want to give to Putin to give him his land, it's not going to be too long before he rolls across a NATO border, and frankly, our men and women of our armed forces are going to have to go and fight him. I want to let the Ukrainians fight and drive Putin and the Russians back out into Russia. I want to just briefly address Pence. Vice President Pence. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. It (laughs) fell back in 1990. You talked about the communists. And the real communists that we have to address right now is the idea what Putin's aims are. You already spoke. Now I actually have something to say. Vladimir Putin has been saying he wants to reestablish the old Soviet sphere of influence. You've made your point, Vice President Pence. I'm sorry if I insulted him by calling him a communist. He is a dictator and a murderer. And the United There's States that. of America needs to stand against authoritarianism. The real threat we face today is communist China. And we are driving Russia further into China's mm. arms. The Russia-China military alliance is the single greatest threat we face. Okay. Nobody in either political party is talking about it. And I am the, I am the only non-neocon on this nation. It went on like this for a long time. Mr. What? Vice President, to give Russia Mr. everything they've got, Mr. Vice President, give them a promise that Ukraine will never be in NATO, and then somehow China will not think about taking Taiwan. Sure. We achieve peace sure, through strength. Mr. Vice President, <laughs> okay. Here we go. I think we need to when, establish some what, ground rules. When we hear this bell, yes, Martha, that <laughs> means your time's done. Oh, you like they're going to listen now? Because it was that kind of a clusterfuck for most of the time. They were all yelling over one another. Mostly uh, Valtrex, who thought that the microphone was his. He was center stage. You know, DeSantis, really, I am amazed that he polled. He came out on top of the poll at the Washington Post for who won this debate. And he hardly said anything except let's let's review. Uh, He knows a woman named Penny who survived multiple abortion attempts, but her grandmother picked up the remnants off the tray in the procedure room (laughs) and brought her to another hospital. Has anybody asked the Florida guy if to to, um, identify Penny? Please, please, I beg you. I want to meet this woman who's, see what I think is, I think he misunderstood the explanation. If there is indeed a woman named Penny, maybe she had a couple of abortions and go figure, survived. Because, you know, happens every day. Because it was legal until, you know, they stole three Supreme Court seats. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, so that happened. But so th- th- what preceded that little bit, that little dust up over Ukraine was they asked for like a show of hands again and said, who among you would not continue funding Ukraine's defense against you know Russia attacking them? And um, who would not? And there were two. Can you guess? Dun, 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 dun. Come on. You know, Valtrex was one. DeSantis was the other. 
I kid you not. Lie. On this stage, You've been pushing this lie want, all week, Nikki. You want Nikki. to go and defund Israel? This, you want oh, this to is still, this is still Valtrex and Nikki I'm fighting. Each of those right now. This is the false lies of a and it shows you have no foreign policy experience and it shows experience and it shows so our relationship with israel will never be stronger than by the end of my first term but it's not a client relationship it is a friendship oh come on i thought that was i thought that was the um stone cold dead clip oh wait wait a minute there's one more okay so this one was missing let me play it for you from here because i have i have all kinds of um clips (laughs) scattered along among three different computers um okay so uh, of course the florida man had to get in on it homeland and so yes i want to learn oh, from the is, friends this that is we're valtrex supporting. again and what puzzles no, me the, is uh, no i want to learn from those and apply you, those to protect it's our not homeland that Mickey. israel that needs america answer. america needs israel okay, okay. now DeSantis. you were mentioned in the territorial dispute here we go not only it's not a territorial united states your first obligation this is to defend our country and its people and that means you're sending all this money, but you're not doing what we need to do to secure our own border. We have tens of thousands of people who are being killed because what well, we're not handling both. And so I am going to declare it a national emergency. I'm, I'm not going to send troops to Ukraine, but I am going to send them to our southern border. When these drug pushers are bringing fentanyl across the border, that's going to be the last thing they do. We're going to use force and we're going to leave them stone cold dead. We're actually going to move on to cold dead we're gonna move our troops down to the border and we're gonna leave them stone cold dead that's ron DeSantis. you know little ronald oh my god someone's asking why you're calling him valtrex because you missed the beginning of the show because jl coven did his trump and trump's jl coven's trump's nickname for the vac is with Altrex, and it just works. I think it's it's a good one. Um, anyway, so here's here's their thinking. We shouldn't be sending troops or, or money and, and assistance to Ukraine in fighting off, um, you know, uh, Putin's advances. No, we need to send the troops to the southern border because tens of Thousands of people, they say, are coming across the border with fentanyl, and it's killing tens of thousands of Americans every day. In fact, Tim Scott had something to say about that one. Let's fire the 87,000 IRS agents and hire or double the number of Border Patrol agents. I just left Yuma, Arizona about two weeks ago. The most pressing need of the American people from a national security standpoint is our southern border. Really? It has led to the death of 70,000 Americans because of fentanyl. Plus, <laughs> 6 million illegal crossings really? since President Biden oh has taken God. office. No. And 200 people on our national security watch list have been caught at our border. What How the many fuck is he talking have not about? been caught at our southern border? More if caught we than were caught during the Trump years, by the way. dollars, we could finish the wall. <laughs> for five billion more, 
we could have the military-grade technology oh to surveil God. our southern border to stop the flow of fentanyl and save 70,000 Americans a year. Really? That should be the priority of this government. And as the next president of the United States, I will make that border wall oh my God. complete. There are many more he's quest- going to build the wall? It, are, really? Build the wall. Mexico will pay for it. I, 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 yes, it was absurd as absurd as it sounds. And I wish I could find, um, you know, Chris Hayes had the perfect response to that on the on the shitter machine. Uh, let's see if I can find Chris Hayes. You know, they screwed it up. Uh, Elmo keeps screwing with it more and more because um, now there's no more. No, no more tweet deck. So I'm, I'm just no longer um, very organized on the, on the shitter machine. Well, that the other shitter, you know. But I do that in private. Um, all right. So Chris Hayes. Let's see if I can't find what he said. And he's probably been tweeting incessantly since. Um, but he pointed out something to the effect of, "Oh, I got to show you that too." Um, uh, that you know, yeah, they keep talking about fenton- fentanyl. It's F-E-N-T-A-N-Y-L. There's no O in fentanyl. It's not fentanyl. Just saying. It's a pet peeve. But, you know, the, um, the fentanyl comes in a number of ways. And not just, um, you know, from the, from the um, uh, southern border. Yeah, I mean, some comes in that way, I'm sure. And, yes, you should really... Um, you know, there is border security. And hear what he said. The fentanyl is coming through the ports of entry and airports. Not that anyone cares about the truth around here. Thank you, Chris Hayes, for, for, um, for pointing out fact. You know, God forbid, fact. All right. Um, all right, I'm done. <laughs> now you know why I'm a little off kilter today because i watched that nonsense last night and then i spent today cutting up the audio so i could share that with you and i bet howie klein is hiding under the covers or something saying i don't want to talk about that shit so i guess howie will be back next week i i don't i i will believe me i'll follow i don't i don't know where he is today is thursday right um two more things mark meadows tried he tried but he couldn't do it he tried but he couldn't do it he tried to have them not arrest him but he lost and i'm showing for those watching the streaming video there's mark meadows mugshot mark doesn't look happy not like jenna ellis who had this big shit-eating smile on her face seriously in her mugshot so here's um it's just so rewarding to see these uh rudy giuliani uh, Sidney Powell and Jenna Ellis, all you know, mugging for their for their mug shots. Um, <laughs> but my favorite is I don't know who put this together, but uh, you know somebody else put a picture. There were nine squares, and someone said this Brady Bunch reboot really doesn't look very good. <laughs> uh, and tonight he's waiting for prime time. Uh, the former guy is apparently going to be um, uh, booked into the Fulton County Jail tonight at 7.30 Eastern. 
He will be mugshotted. He will be fingerprinted. He will be booked. I just, I hope they put him behind bars, even if it's only for five minutes. Please put him behind bars. And then um, tomorrow, well, tomorrow, Marcy Wheeler will be here. Because I don't know if you heard what I said yesterday. Marcy, now, the next couple of weeks are rough because she's got family in town and she's in Ireland and they're going to Paris and they're vacationing. But when she gets back and in between my move, and because we are planning on getting out of here in like three or four weeks, um, Marcy is going to do a weekly slot on the show. I don't know what day yet. We've got to work out all the details, but she will be here weekly, sporadic for the next few weeks, but then weekly. Um, But she'll be here tomorrow because we'll cover. We'll cover the booking. (laughs) We'll cover Trump's arrest. We'll cover the latest uh, developments with all of the bookings and all of the machinations to move the trial to federal court or whatever they want to try to do. It's not going to work. Um, Maybe the debate. We'll see. We'll see whatever the day brings. But tomorrow we have a date. You, me, Marcy Wheeler. Okay. All right. And with that, we're done. Uh, I hope I didn't spoil your dinner or your lunch, depending on where you are and when you're listening. Um, But, you know, we'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.